He's a red fucker dressed in blue. He's a blue fucker dressed in red. I don't give a shit. I don't even know what you're talking about. You got W and Hillary banging the fucking Why rod. is this what we're starting with? I don't know. Just It's an attention getter. You learn in eighth grade, you start with an attention getter. Bro, I had... My dog was stuck in the peanut butter jar that my dad once used. What the fuck was your dad doing with the peanut butter jar, Billy? Well... Let's just say, Miss Davis, can I go home? <laughs> and then it started Sunday morning, the best day of my life. See? Now that doesn't grab your attention. I don't know what will. It didn't grab anything. The dog did. What? Oh. <laughs> Mom said it's my turn with the peanut butter jar. Wait your turn, Billy. Daddy's relieving stress. <laughs> Billy, put the camera away, Billy. Think about this. Mom says it's my turn. Billy, put the goddamn camera away. Literally, give me a peanut butter jar. Billy, go get the gun. Mom said, said it's my turn with the. Mom said it's my turn with the Glock. Billy, put the gun down. <laughs> Watch where you point the damn thing, son. My, my mom's in his mind with the Sherman M5 tank. Oh, Jesus, fuck, kid. Just do the damn job already. And your pops. I'm fucking tired. That's why I had the peanut butter jar and the dog here in the first place. Mom said it's my turn with the suicide vest. Run, boy, run. Run far away. Don't take the damn peanut butter jar with you. There goes the dog. She's right there. Welcome to another episode of Your Junkies. We are... Very sorry for disturbing you. Mom said it's my turn with the podcast. Okay, Billy, go. I had... I'm just going to use that whenever I want to talk for the the rest of the Shut the fuck up, Billy. It's my Um, turn to talk. um, Do I need to tell Mom about Sharon, your secretary? Fuck you, Billy. Literally, shut up. Um... (laughs) Don't you fucking give me the evil eye, you motherfucker. Um, dude, I had... Oh, my God. I had the worst fucking, like, coughing fit on the way home from work today. I have something like that, except it's a sneezing fit. To uh, where I'm convinced that... So, you know how I sneeze. I sneeze, like, three times in a row. Mm-hmm. And then when allergies are bad, I sneeze, like, ten times in a fucking row. Right. And there's a chance that I'm going off the road and killing myself and whoever's next to me. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, I can still drive while sneezing because I, you know, you, you can't keep your eyes open while sneezing. You can. Do it. I'm not going to do it, but it's possible. It's, I've seen people it's do difficult. it. It's difficult. It's extremely difficult. Don't say can't, though, because you can. Did you see that one girl posted a YouTube video? She goes, hey, guys, um, I'm Sabrina, and I'm just going to post a video of me keeping my eyes open while sneezing. And then it was like the most. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and her her eyes were just like this demon focused on your soul. There was there was this there was people were because people were saying they're like if you sneeze with your eyes open like your eyes can pop out, <laughs> and I was like what? And then everyone was trying it, and I Ugh. forget there was this this YouTube channel that I I used to watch all the time but not so much anymore. It was like it was a bunch of comedians, and um, 
they decided to record a video of them trying to do it and they were like tying laughing on one of the guys he has eyes like this he's like (laughs) 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 and it was so just the noise was like it was not human and it was fucking his eyes were like wide open while they were laughing it was so fucking funny that's true you know like i think i've tried it once and i wasn't successful but me trying to keep my eyes open all that came out was like because you're so focused on your eyes that you forget to sneeze but something still comes out you like keep the eyes open but then like you forget that like you're supposed to sneeze so it comes in just like a weird noise <laughs> you know you're you're fucking living with your grandparents when all you hear is <laughs> i hate the fucking sneezes where like shit like shoots out of your nose that's like oh uh, like i'll like sneeze and it's like and like I look at my hand. There's just like a nugget of like phlegm on my hand. I'm like, huh? You know what I hate more than that? It's so bad. Huh. It comes out of nowhere and you know something flew out of your mouth, but you don't know where it landed. Exactly. Oh my God, dude. I will like, I'll be driving and I'll sneeze. And I'm like, I feel something come out of my nose. And I'm like, where did that just go? Or worse, you're at work and someone just washed the car and you're like, I don't know where the fuck that landed. And someone's like, who the fuck blew a snot rocket on my fucking Subaru, dude? Not fucking cool. This WRX, you respect this motherfucker, okay? Oh my god, bro. Oh, oh. It's got an inline six and everything, dude. You don't put a booger it's on got my an, sugar. It's got you an don't inline. put a booger on my inline six sugar. Okay, <laughs> That's, see, that's pretty accurate I, no i find that hilarious well i mean wrx owners are like that but i find what you said really funny because it's the probably the furthest away you can get from an inline six cool no i just i, I, I don't know cars that's fine i just think it's funny they go vroom vroom and they go fast fast or they drift drift or they go nice nice i wasn't trying to insult your knowledge i was just saying it was funny what the fuck is Hey! No, you stole it. Literally. Moving on. Literally. Um, but I was gonna talk about my coughing fit. Oh my bad. No, it's okay. Um. So, I was trying. <laughs> Your turn. Uh, <laughs> I was driving. Shut the fuck up, Billy. Your turn. I was driving. That's not, that's not what you said we we're gonna do when you wanted to talk. I know. Um. It's all right. Um, it was, I was driving home and I was drinking a, um, a Pepys and it was, one of, <laughs> it, was it was one of the, the nitro Pepys and I'll have, I like them, but I like, the, I drink the vanilla ones cause one soda, I gotta stop drinking soda. It really fucks me up. Every time I take like one sip of soda, my body gets this weird reaction. It's like a weird re. It's like my body like <clears throat> every time I take a sip of soda, like and it, you're expanding. And it like hurts my chest. Yeah, we're getting old. <laughs> oh. We're gonna start having heartburn, indigestion. They need to figure out a way for me to get those beautiful twenty three Texas flavors without my body like trying to reject it. We're talking about Pepys. Why are you bringing but up twenty three Texas flavors? Because that's because that's the only because that's my favorite soda. And I get sad when I can't drink it. But I was drinking a Nitro Pepys, the vanilla one. I also like the way the can looks because it's like tan. It looks like a coffee can. 
it's very slick too. Yeah, like, I like the texture of the can. It's not just like a yeah. It's can. not like a glossy can. Yeah, it's glossy, got a nice feel yeah. to it. It feels good in the hand too. Yeah, still talking about the can, right? Yeah, because okay. like the cartridge, the nitrogen cartridge at the bottom gives it a good feel too. And also, when you're done with it, it's not all clanky. Like it, I don't know, it's weird. Like there's not just nitrogen or fucking yeah, nitrogen just rolling around there. Yeah, I mean the cartridge, the cartridge, cartridge. is like attached to the bottom of the can. Too. But like you know how like when you're done with a can and it's all clanky, yeah, yeah, because there's that that cartridge acts as like an insulator kind of thing for like noise and shit. Oh, nice. So it's like a nice sound. I'm getting off topic, but I was drinking and I was eating a little snacky snack, Coffee pack, right? and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I think part of the pepis got in my lungs, and it was, dude. I started coughing like a motherfucker. Like, thank God it was, like, bumper-to-bumper traffic. Because if I had been driving, I probably would have drove into a wall. It was so fucking bad. And then it was, like, hurting my throat really bad. So you drink more Pepis? Well, I kept coughing. And I got to a point where instead of coughing, I'm going to hold the microphone away from me, from my mouth, because this is really loud. I literally, instead of coughing, I, like, (laughs) I was actually, like... (laughs) I was getting angry because I couldn't stop coughing. <laughs> and I was getting so pissed off. And what's funny is when I did that, it helped. <laughs> like, it actually, like, I got this, like, sense of, like, relief in my throat for a second. Like, it's <laughs> like, like, when I, like, 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 when I, like, But like when when I like growled like that, it like scratched my throat, so it helped. Um, but that's the best way to put it. it was a fucking growl. Oh my god! But then Why I just I laugh like that. But oh. then I I just kept coughing, and it was so bad. And I was getting so angry, and my eyes were watering. And then finally, it died down a little bit, and then I could breathe. And then I coughed again, and I got angry again. I didn't yell that time or growl that time. Oh. And I took another sip of Pepis, and then finally it just <laughs> it was all chill. And literally, dude, I was so mad. And I was sitting in oh I was sitting in traffic, and literally, this is what in my car, my eyes were watering, and I was literally looking around, and I heard myself. Because I couldn't breathe. So I'm just sitting there in my car and I can hear myself just. (sighs) 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 And this is what I like. I was. And this is what happens to my brain. This is like my brain is fucking weird. I look over and like a couple like lanes over. There's like an like a like a first generation Toyota RAV4. But it's one of the one. It only has two doors and those ones are really rare. And so I'm sitting there like heavy breathing. I'm like. I'm like, oh, oh, a two-door RAV4. And that was it. And I was like, but, dude, I couldn't fucking. I was getting so mad. It made me so angry. I, I, I wasn't necessarily laughing at the sound, but I was laughing at the fact that I could picture that. Like, I've seen you go like. Or like oh, sorry. I clipped the mic probably. I apologize for your ears. It gets me. That's what I do when I get angry instead of like yelling. Because I don't want to yell. 
hit your vocal cords. I mean that that does that's not good for my vocal cords. What I do there, like at all. No, but I, I imagine being in the car because I've seen you do that, and I just just watching someone in traffic watching you turn extra extra red well, on what's, top of the red you are now. What's good is I was in the left lane, and there was just the median, and then the other side of traffic that was just moving, and then on my right was a truck that was taller than my car, so he couldn't have seen me. So I was like, oh, thank God. Oh, fuck me. That was, I don't know why I laughed so hard. Holy shit, that was awesome. I was getting so fucking angry. I'm horrible. sorry that you had. You almost died in traffic. It was horrible. And what's, what, I, what irked me was I was like, oh, let me just, oh, I'm coughing, but like I'm starting to feel better. It's like, let me get just a nice, good sip of this cold, cold Pepys to help like relieve some itchiness in the throat and just help it all feel better. And I only had, oh, I had like, a, I only had like a half a sip left and it wasn't the sweet, sweet satisfaction that I was looking for when I pressed that cold, cold can against my sweet, something that can relieve plump, luscious lips. And it just, it didn't work out. Oh, oh bro, that shit was I was awesome. so angry. And that was the only drink I had too. So I had to go the rest, like I had to drive the rest of the way home. Just like a sense of unsatisfaction dissatisfaction there's something it's like a there's something beautiful about having a drink wherever you go you know mm-hmm. like when i went to therapy oh, i, I, I to. never showed up empty-handed i always had a drink at therapy i cannot just sit there and talk about my feelings yeah with a dry throat and like i feel weird like driving to work or driving home without a drink in the cup holder yeah. i'm like always- i need to be able to reach over grab a water bottle or something and take a sip on my way there I'm always in a good mood after I leave work. It's not just because I'm off work. It's because I got to make myself a coffee and I'm drinking that coffee on the way home. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, I work from like 6 to 3 p.m. So it's not like I'm drinking coffee at 6 or 7 p.m. Man, I envy that you get to go home at 3. Yeah. It's pretty nice. It's it's pretty nice. Um, I'm going to have to close some days next month, oh, which means I'll work 10 to, 10 to 7. Oh, but you get to sleep in, buddy. Yeah, but traffic is horrible. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, I'll get to work 10 to 7. Now, I want to talk about something. Have you heard of Tattoo Gate? Tattoo Gate? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can assume what it is, but I've never heard of it. What is your assumption? It sounds like something to do with, like, some, <clears throat> like, I don't know. For for some reason, I was thinking like a boycott at first, but I was like, no, it's not really what gate would mean. It like means scandal. like some sort of scandal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. scandal. Like yeah, Watergate. Like Watergate, Spygate, Deflategate. Yeah. You know, two Deflate of those football gate. references. <laughs> now, what's tattoo? I found gate? this out from one of those like fucking rabbit holes you go down. I, was, I follow this guy on TikTok. He's a tattoo artist. Um, and he always makes like pretty much dry humor shit he's uh i think you've seen him his name is john he always has that fucking uh apprentice cam that he doesn't like or he acts like he doesn't like there's that uh one video where a guy broke his hand he's like hey john uh i can't tattoo why shows him the cast i don't get it oh um i broke my hand i'm right-handed i can't tattoo and he goes let me fix that Put something together to where he should basically still tattoo with his right hand. He goes, don't say I never did nothing for you. I have no idea who that is. Shop. 
All right. Anyways, you, you know, I always assume that we wa- watch the same people, but I could be way off there. Any, I, he did some, uh, some type of skit and I was confused on what the, what, what is this referring to? Why, why did everybody's phones go off in the skit? I looked it up. Apparently this chick was getting, I assume what it is to be her first tattoo. If she mm-hmm. fell for this and I'm not saying she fell for it. Like, wow, dumbass! I could have told you not to do that. Like, no, she just got taken advantage of in this situation. There was a co- consultation fee, which is appropriate. I assume for most tattoo artists. And I think it was like 150, no big deal, $150, which is crazy. I walked in and my tattoo was a hundred bucks. Granted, mm-hmm. it is small. Yeah. Um, they were talking about the piece and everything. She wanted like this fox, this uh, full body fox, but she wanted it running with a little bit of flowers around. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, so I got package options. The first package is like one concept drawing for a grand or a little over a grand, mm-hmm. like 1500, I think. And you can change one detail of it. The second concept or the second package is two concept drawings worth like, I think, twenty five hundred to three grand. And the client could change two to three things on it. The third option is like four grand. Damn. And she can have as many concept drawings as she want and change many things and work together. That's a lot of money, though. That is a lot of money for one tattoo. So not even getting the tattoo yet. If she bought the full package, the full premium package, that'd be like four grand before getting the tattoo. Not to mention, this isn't inclu- the tattoo is not included in this. You still have to pay for the tattoo. This better be some hot shit. Yeah. So, who the fuck is this tattoo artist? I forgot her name, but so the lady goes with the first option, and she was like, "That's a little pricey," but I feel confident because she gave her the concept drawings, and all the concept drawings have, uh, or she gave her inspirational artwork like mm-hmm. she found tattoos that are something that she wants but not exactly like and they're all full body foxes like laying in flowers or some shit but she wanted it running so choose the first one the chick gets back to her and is like here it's a bunch of flowers and basically like half the body of the fox and she's like hey i know i chose the first one but i don't i did not want this at all i told you i wanted like a fox running i want to see its tail i want it to be like all over and she goes well you failed to mention that so if you want to change it you have to go upgrade the second package which i won't charge you full price i'll uh take the difference from the first one and she was upset by that naturally Did, didn't go with her in, in in the long run but basically failed to wait hold on, hold on failed to mention that wouldn't that be the first thing she would mention saying what tattoo she wants yeah so it, it's it's sketchy as fuck, and I've seen a lot of people on TikTok, like as far as tattoo artists, like being mad at the artist. And but also they're not mad at the artist because it's a technique that was taught to her by some guy who's running like the seminar on how to get more money from being a tattoo artist. Like this chick was making seventeen extra k a month off of this type of fucking tech that's, tactic. That's really scummy. Yeah, because, you know, I know some people can charge, like, maybe a concept art fee, but, like, that that much? Yeah. Like, you're paying a grand to four grand before you even get the tattoo? That's insane. Not to mention the concept art was weak. I get it. It was just a drawing on an iPad, but it, it did not look good. Like, if you're spending that much, not even for the tattoo yet... It's got to be like some award level winning shit. Oh, dude, I want a guy that's like a judge on Ink Master. Like, you have to be one of the best tattoos, like in, like, probably like America. Yeah, 
fucking crazy. So, like you said, like one of the judges on like fucking Eek Masters and shit. Yeah, not the guy that got canceled for doing blackface. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. But like the guy that does Japanese uh, yeah. tradition stuff and then, well, that's really it. I don't know who else is on there. I better be getting a fucking tattoo from him if I'm spending three grand. I bet you he doesn't even charge three grand for some shit. He's no. probably got like extra. I would say it's just like the pricey side of tattoos. Yeah, but it's like good work. Like probably like 500 bucks. Some tattoo artists made a good point about this. Um, I'm going to give them credit here in a second, but uh, they were talking about how this is bad for business, like just not for their business, the person who's doing this uh, scam. In oh, a well, sense, hell yeah. But bad for all people who want tattoos because people who are new to the tattoo community and want to get tattoos aren't going to trust those who uh, they're not going to trust tattoo artists. So they're going right. to go with the lower end uh, tattoo artists who are either just learning or just not that good. But I see, and, I mean, you see that in like all facets of life. Like, I mean, you see stuff like that when like you see that shit in like car dealerships. Yeah. So the people that are, I'm crediting with uh, the point that I just talked about. Her TikTok name is Sid, Sid Hubbard, Sid, Sid Hubbard. Hubbard tattoos. She was the one saying it would like hurt business or shit or no, she was uh giving her opinion on the whole scam thing. Her and her husband. <clears throat> okay. So, wait, 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 what's her name? Sid S I D Hubbard. H U B B A R D. It's Sid Hubbard underscore tattoos. Ah uh, Yeah, turn that off. Oh, I have no idea who this is. Are yeah. you really? wait? So again, no. Sid Hubbard is not the artist that is doing this scam. Mm-hmm. Sid Hubbard is the person that is giving, commenting on this. She was just giving her opinion. Yeah, and I like what her and her husband have to say. So, over, I forgot oh, the yeah. name of the guy that started this scam, mm-hmm. but it's uh, it's crazy. What's your what's your whole thought on it? I mean, it's definitely a. It's fucking stupid. As someone who's not inked up, me and you, what would you say is a good fair price for, or what would you expect a price? Because it's hard to say. I mean, for I mean, ours was both around a hundred bucks, and it's a and it's a really small like size of the palm, and it's just one. It's just one color. It's nothing crazy. The lines are really simple. You know? Yeah, it's probably like something that you learn your first day of tattooing. It's, it means it's a simple tattoo. It's not hard. I mean, I would say a hundred bucks. Like, like that's like I would pay probably like a hundred fifty for it. For if, the tattoo we have now. Yeah, if like the artist was like, you know, it's a hundred fifty bucks, but okay. So if you want a half sleeve of something like a little detail but not realistic. But I would feel like doing something like that, you're gonna do it over time. Yeah, but like I mean, over time, if like through, yeah, yeah. If it's just black and white, you can probably do it one session, six, seven hours. Yeah, I could be wrong. Tattoo artists, don't get mad at me if I'm just thinking that. Oh, my, I'm right. It's only gonna take six, seven hours. I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm not tatted up. But if I wanted like a really nice, like I've told you that I would like to get like a koi fish and like a dragon on like my legs. Obviously, I'd want those to be in color and stuff because they look mm-hmm. really cool in like a Japanese traditional like style. Yeah, what'd you expect to pay? I mean, I would genuinely for like a really nice piece i i don't know i'd well what would you what would your max be like what would you pay i i'd probably be willing to pay 
like eight hundred and fifty bucks. I'd pay. A, I'd pay a grand for a I, tattoo. I, I'd probably pay up to like a thousand. Yeah, yeah. I let's just yeah, nice even. I would pay a thousand dollars for a tattoo. Yeah. Now, I would hope it's a big tattoo piece. Of I course. mean, yeah, a decently sized piece with like a good or good color with lots and lines. And lots of detail that's just fucking insane. I don't really know. Obviously, I would like to get more tattoos, but. You know, only having the one, only spending like a hundred bucks on it. You know, it's not like we don't really have like a good, I guess, like scale and with like experience to go off of. But I mean, but think about like this too, like this, uh, this probably would have been cheaper as far as like time and Mm -hmm. design. But I think most or all tattoo shops have a minimum. They do. A lot of shops have a hundred dollar minimum. So I think actually, I think this was 75 where I went. But I tipped him twenty five. Uh, okay. Oh no, I remember that because then when I was uh, talking to them on the phone about going and getting mine, they said they had raised their minimum to a hundred bucks. Okay. Yeah. So that that makes me feel good. Uh, Which I just ended up going to the shop uh, down on uh, what is it like Main Street? What was it? Uh, I don't remember. I think it's called like the steel paintbrush. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a tattoo and piercing shop that I remember because you want a husband kind of piercing yeah. a, a husband and wife own. Um, but yeah, it was cool. Um, but like, yeah, because I know some of the tattoos I want to get are probably going to cost around probably like three hundred or so dollars. Yeah, yeah. I'm and uh, I'm fine with that. And like I said, like for the. Yo, how much did the butterflies cost? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have someone in the room. We have someone tattoos. with multiple tattoos. Six tattoos. All right. The first tattoo was two butterflies. How much was that? Um, my deposit was $80. $80 deposit? Two twenty, including the deposit, yeah. or okay. So total two twenty. Yeah. Okay. All right. We also have that. Little, yeah. We have a semicolon. A semicolon is oh, you had to pay separate for these. I got them separately. They were separate tattoos when I got them. I didn't. I wasn't gonna put them all together. Okay. All right. So then we have Saturn and the Moon. Is it was that a was that one piece? Saturn and Moon, yeah, with one twenty together. Okay. So two hundred for this whole thing right here. Yeah, about. Okay. So we're still at like a little over 400 with just one, two, three, four, five tattoos. What about the little house? Yeah, how much is the house? It's a Harry's house, by the way, guys. Yeah, yeah, 220. So, so about, about 700 bucks, close yeah, to. A little under 700. 700 bucks. And I, yeah, for all that, hell yeah. Including tip, that's including tips for the house, and then I tipped like a hundred dollars for. Oh shit! Damn. Uh, they deserve. No, yeah, oh yeah. Like hundred dollars for like the. This is like hell yeah. Moon and Saturn all together, and then like like probably a hundred dollars for the butterflies too. I don't remember how much I tipped yeah. for mine. They are good tattoos too. Like they're they're not faded. They're good line work. Oh, I think what it was was I, it was. 
I think the tattoo itself, mine was like eighty dollars, and I think I tipped like twenty or twenty five. I know, but the fucking person over here is tipping a hundred bucks. Makes me feel like I'm cheapskate. I mean, I, know. I would just say, I would just say, if you tip twenty, at least twenty percent of what your tattoo costs, then that's it's it's like yeah the rule is twenty percent but it's also like um it's just like are the rules different for what's it called? yeah yeah no definitely because if you think about it a waiter goes off twenty percent like that's the cardinal rule that not everybody follows but that's waiting serving food like you you write down an order you put it in a computer yeah you deliver it to the table you do a couple of refills that doesn't take talent i'm not saying there's not good waiters or waitresses but it's not like only certain people can do it tattooing takes a lot of talent a lot of patience and a lot of hard work and and it in most cases it can take a lot of time because like you said you're sitting there for like a six hour session you know yeah, so I feel like yeah, I feel like there's different rules for it. If there's a tattoo artist listening to this, please let us know what what do you expect? Do you expect to like get tipped or is it do you charge enough to where like a, a tip is not necessary or I'm pretty sure everyone likes getting tipped. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have family members who are in trades, trade jobs and they'll get tipped every once in a while. It's not rec- it's not like mandated or it's not expected, but They'll still get tipped. Like, I feel like if I got a tattoo and it was like really good work, I would probably feel comfortable. Like, like if it, honestly, like for this tattoo, I don't remember what I tipped, but I th- think I would have felt comfortable tipping like 50%, like just 40 bucks. Same. I, I feel that way also because mine's was so last minute. Like I went in with someone like, early in the morning like Mm -hmm. this tattoo shop had just opened up it's also i think like four or five days until christmas so yeah yeah (laughs) and he was he was real cool he like he had just walked into the building it was Uh already open but he had just gotten there and we were his first clients of the day and uh we both tipped him though so did a pretty good job what was the place called again that you went to? A Living Canvas in Louisville. Canvas in Louisville. Yeah. Skyler did my tattoo. He's pretty bitching. He's awesome. So. I want to go to that uh, that Lilac tattoo studio down in Dallas. Yeah, I've heard, I've so heard good things. Bad. I just don't want to drive to fucking Dallas. I See, hate Dallas with a. I love and hate Dallas with a passion. I drive to Dallas every day, so I ain't got a problem with it. I just driving. Yeah, it's not. In the it's city, not very far from my work at all. You really don't have to go into the city. Yeah, it's not. Okay, well, good. It's it's right by. Well, I mean, it's off but of taking those not roads, far off of Dallas. Taking those tollway. like tollways to Dallas mm-hmm. for someone who doesn't do it every day like you. Yeah, I got. That it's shit. a pain in the ass. Well, you could also just take a. Want to be longer? You can go down. Marsh. Wouldn't it be longer? You don't want to take. It depends on what time of day. Yeah. So, I just I hate driving. All of a sudden, it's also getting, a more scenic drive. I'm, I'm getting to a point to where I hate driving because there's so many dumbass drivers on the road nowadays. Like, ever ever since COVID, bro, mm-hmm. 
like people were like crammed into their houses because rightfully so quarantining and shit and you know you didn't get out much now everybody's out and everybody's just fucking oh, stupid dude, the amount of times that i wish i had like a like a race car during covid bro when everyone was staying inside bro oh they are ripping up and down the streets bro seeing like oh like that was like prime it was like prime like i don't know if you know what the cannonball run is yeah but everyone was setting new records for the cannonball during covid it was fucking badass well not, now that it's over according to our president it's no longer a national state of emergency i feel like he's just gonna be somewhere to live with like the flu well, yeah, that's what they're yeah. that's what they're describing it now. It's like someone, and we're gonna... not gonna get political on it. We're not gonna say, "Told you, it's just the flu," or we're to, we're just gonna say what it is right now, just according to our government. It's died down to a point where we're just gonna have to live with it, like we live with the flu. Which and... the flu is still dangerous, and COVID nineteen is still fucking dangerous. You know what? Oh, you know what I hate is like the people. Okay, we don't have to get too far into this. We can just get, go off after this, but. Everyone was talking about, like, well, the vaccine's supposed to help. Why do I have to get booster shots? Um, why do you have to get a flu shot every year, dum-dum? To be fair, I don't get a flu shot every year. I haven't gotten a flu shot in, like, 12 years, but... Because I've never gotten the flu. But, again, like, people, they would say, like, why do I need boosters if the vaccine was just supposed to work? It's like, well, you get a flu shot every single year. Why do you do that if it's just supposed to work? Yeah, some people just think they're fucking doctors and they're smart as shit because they have access to the internet and it's just so ridiculous anyway we don't have to get too far. Yeah, yeah. yeah anyways what i've heard it several times from me working in the restaurant industry now i have the my regulars who are just like damn dude they're witnessing me getting grilled by some fucking karen or some fucking bill actually not bill richard because there's, there's a guy named bill that's a regular there and he's fucking awesome some bills are cool yeah how did bill become short for william that's or bob robin bobbert <laughs> Bob and Robert. He said Robin Bobbert. It, 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 it's, Robin Bobbert. Isn't isn't Robert and Bob? Bobbert, nice to meet the, you. Isn't Bobbert and Rob like that? So that that Bob, makes a little bit of sense, but still, mm, it, it's annoying because it's Rob, William, R, B, Bob. Well, yeah, like William and Bill. Yeah. And, then and that's just way off, though. Richard and Dick. Who? Who decided that one? Who decided Richard and Dick? Apparently, Richards are all dicks. So, <sighs> which I hope is not true because one of my favorite musicians goes by Richard. So, there's another one that's, uh, uh Jim and James. <sighs> Fuck the English language. Sometimes I don't get it. That's not even like the English language. That's just for some reason they came. Or up like with, with that. the people, it's like I have a condition. Say your condition. I can't say it. I have a stutter. <laughs> bro, there's some sick fucks for that, bro. Yeah. Or I, uh, what is it? Lisp? Lisp? Oh, wait. Lisp. Why is it stutter? It's lisp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, they're sick for that. That I'm word is made stupid. up of like the only letters that they have issues with. Lisp. Lisp. Now, Keith. <laughs> now, Keith. Yeah, that's fucked up. There's a guy that does a TikTok series on like all these words that involve speech impediments. And pretty much all those words affect the people with those speech impediments. It's like the the word for the fear of long words. It's like 
Hippo. It's a it's a, it's a really long word, isn't it? It's insane. It's like almost as long as supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. It's extremely long, and I'm like, why would you do that? I was like, now they can't oh, hold say on. their phobia. We just went on a fucking whole new tangent. I was getting to my point. I know. Sorry. Yeah, like ever since, so I'm getting rained by a Richard or a fucking Karen, and just. There's the cool regulars are like, hey, I'm sorry that happened. It just seems like, you know, after fucking the pandemic, everyone's out and about and being dickheads. And it's like, yeah, I get it. You're cooped up. Stop being a dickhead on the road. Stop being a dickhead in person. I just I I used to love driving, dude. We used to drive to Denton like every weekend, which is a 30, 35 minute drive down 380, which is a busy fucking road. I hate 6 p.m. But now. Think thinking of driving from here to the Whataburger down the street, I'm like, I gotta go across 423, the main road. No, thank you. Well, there's also just I mean, there's more people driving every day. Like it just get more and more people get their driver's license and shit, and more and more people don't know how to drive. Now I'm not saying this as a Texan saying don't California my Texas, but just stop moving here because you're driving my prices up. Our price is up. I don't know why I said my prices. Now I'm sounding like a goddamn fucking one of those yee yeet motherfuckers. You're, you're, the prices are crazy. There's nowhere to fucking move without brushing shoulders nowadays. It's like, go to Montana or something. I know. This fucking... I was here first. It's like either... Like, just keep going to Austin. Or go to Louisiana, because you won't come back after that. Don't fucking come to our area of Texas. Let our... Because uh, all the fucking, like, headquarters, like, moved... Like, Toyota moved their headquarters to, what, Frisco or Plano or one Something of the two? Something like that. And it was, like, years ago, but still, I mean, it's like all these people moved from California, where their headquarters used to be, to well, here. because Texas is cheaper. For now. I know, and... Uh, and then fucking Elon Musk moved his shit down to Austin. Yeah, I saw that. That's insane, dude. Have you seen that building at all? No. It's still being built. It's fucking. It's still being massive. Built? He said he was moving to Austin like two years ago. Yeah, like most of the building or is three built. years ago. It's still being built, dude. This building is fucking massive. I need to look at it. If it's the right thing, I'm thinking of. It is fucking massive luke 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 fucking you ready yeah massive oh my god let me see what the fuck is that a great building it like it's like long and flat yeah holy shit so i don't think i don't know if pictures will do it justice but i had to actually drive by it because i went to the circuit of the americas for it's the... called a giga factory that sounded like a slur <laughs> Tesla more than tripled its Austin Gigafactory workforce. What the fuck? It's definitely one of those buildings where I feel like you have to be like, hey, the boss wants to see you. You have to take a Segway to an elevator, ride the Segway on the elevator up to the fourth floor, Segway down the hall to the left, Segway down another elevator Bro, no, to Jim's it, office. No, because that's how it fucking felt working at uh, Amazon. Amazon. The, well, yeah, I meant like imagine how big that is. I'm pretty sure that's bigger than Amazon. Because I was, I would be at like one side. I would be on like a third floor of like the warehouse, and like on like one corner, 
and I would get like a message on my scanner. It was like, hey, come down to like the supervisor area on the first floor. Uh, like, we're gonna, we're Flashman, gonna, please report we're, to. We're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna talk to you real quick. And I'm like, okay, and so, and it was on the first floor. And what sucked is like the little supervisor like stand area was on the like back side of the warehouse. And I would be like more at the front side. So I'd have to first off from the third floor to the first floor and then walk the entire length of the warehouse. I'm like, are you fucking Flushman, kidding me? Flushman, please report to the supervisor hangout area. It's fucking stupid. Like I would get like a message on the scanner. I click okay. I'd put my shit away and walk downstairs and be like halfway there. And because it took me so long, they would send me another message. I would hate to work. At and when Walmart. I had, to, I had to get over there and be like, Hey, I saw the first one. I was just on the other fucking side of the warehouse. I would hate to work at Walmart and work in the top corner of the store and have to go to the bottom corner of the store Yeah, and not the same corners. You know what I mean? Like fucking straight yeah, diagonal. Like a diagonal to the other side. Cause you can't just go straight through that. All yeah. that shit. You have to fucking do all these turns and whatnot mm-hmm. and maybe do one long straight and then turn for a long time and then boom there you are and it's like oh never mind i don't need you now let's go back actually i need you back over here i will say that sometimes i remember working there and it was funny because i would be like hanging out with one of my friends while we were like putting stuff away in the shelves and stuff Mm -hmm. and uh we would be like talking and shit and hanging out and then i get a message on my scanner because i was like cross-trained in a bunch of shit so they'd be like, hey, uh, we need you to, s- it'd say on the message, like, we need you to switch over to, like, picking, which is, like, picking the orders. And I would just click, okay, and then i just go back to working, talking to my friend. And then eventually they would send another message. I was like, no. And then they would come and, like, tell me, be like, hey, we need you to switch over. And I'd be like, okay. What? Like, could you imagine people's training at uh, Ikea? I feel like I'd get I'd get lost at Ikea. Oh, I would get lost oh. easy. Could you imagine just trying to work there your first day and you get one of those uh, trainers that's just kind of like, hey, uh, you know, just, you know, it's easy job. Just kind of follow my lead. But uh, it's pretty easy. So <laughs> don't they, they don't tell you anything and they say it's easy. But then you're at, being asked questions. You got to do stuff. We're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I know that I will say on the first day having a good like trainer that will like lay shit out for you. And like, you know, like really like, that, I don't want to say strict, but a little bit more like on it, you know, to make sure you know what firm, the fuck you're doing, but fair, firm, but fair. And then the second day, that's when you can get the one that's like, okay, we're just going to chill out. I mean, it's, it's like that in the restaurant business. Like I've been in the restaurant business for like most of my working years. So if you, I've seen people come and go on their first day because they got put with somebody that was just kind of like, yeah, um, this is how you put in an order. Um, just talk to them like this and just do this when they do that. Mm-hmm. And then it, they're like, I don't know where the fuck the fucking chicken piccata bu- bu- button is. What the fuck is a spogliato? Spogliato. Um, I remember someone said Grand Marnier when I was like 19 working at a bar and I was like, what? What? I thought he was mumbling. He goes, can huh? I get a Grand Marnier? I was Grand like, Marnier? oh, what? And I kept saying, I didn't say Grand Marnier. I went to the bartender. I was like, do we have something, something, something? He goes, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, I don't know. The guy's saying something. He goes, let me go talk to him. 
And he goes, oh, Grand Marnier, dipshit. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? I don't know what the fuck that is. I was like, Grand, I had been working there for like four months at the time. Uh-huh. I was not trained. I was not trained properly. I had to figure shit out on my own. Oh, yeah. Luckily, I'm one of those people who sticks things out. But if I was well, any other person, I'd probably be like, fuck this. I'm going elsewhere. I'm going somewhere else. What's, what do you think the easiest job is probably like not like just job restaurant jobs like what do you think probably you could pick up on your first day restaurant jobs or restaurant jobs specific i could pick up on my first day yeah for me i'm thinking subway because <sighs> like i don't know the the customer's right there in front of you they tell you what bread you want or they want they tell you what meat they want they yeah. tell you what cheese they want they tell you if they want condiments they tell you if they want it toasted they tell you if they wanted a foot long a six inch and if they want to drink the only thing you got to figure out probably is how to work the oven how to work the cash register yeah i mean i yeah i'd say probably subway or a valet do you remember a time when some subways had uh um you said or a what a valet a valet easy job you said restaurant i know but i just thought of like another easy job i'm thinking oh. valet um remember when some subways had drive throughs yeah that was a strange time i've only seen like one or two in my life i've seen a couple and it's weird i think it's like a pretty much one of those low populated suburban yeah. areas that have them <gasps> do you remember when pizza Hut used to have dine-in do they not have dine in anymore? Most no, most most places do not. Well, I know I, there was, I know there's some that still do dine in. I don't think very many at all. I don't know the closest one near us because but... I remember there being one in my hometown, but I think they switched it to just a pickup only and delivery only. It's kind of sad. It's really sad because I fucking love dine in. Pizza Hut. This reminds me. And they had like the little lunch buffet where they'd have like their fucking like pasta and shit up. Oh, you know, it just instantly popped into my fucking head because of that <laughs> aquatic ambiance. Oh, that song. Yeah, because we're talking about stuff that gives ambience? us like the nostalgia. The fucking. I fucking love that song. Dude, it makes me. Fe- I hate that it makes me feel like I'm back in the 2000s. It or does. 90s. It, it Honestly, it feels good. You see what Charlie Poof said? Why it's so nostalgic? No. It shares like the same like progression as a lot of songs from the '90s. Yeah. So huh. it it makes us think of those. Yeah. Because we probably listened or watched whatever that was, and it just brings back. And the funny thing is, it doesn't bring me back to a like a sunny, happy day in uh-huh. the early 2000s. It brings you back to a time when, for some reason, you're at elementary school after hours. Like, you're probably not the only one there. Like, you probably had a play going on. It's kind of like the, uh, what is it, the liminal spaces? Yeah. You know, and I I think back to, like, when I was doing, like, a school play or something in, like, third grade. Mm -hmm. And I I had to go to the bathroom, but I was the only one going to the bathroom. So The hallway was empty and everything. It's dark as fuck. But then, like, it's so weird because you're used to this space being so crowded yeah but it's also like it's at the same time it's like weirdly comforting to kind of see it but it's also like weird or playing city basketball like when i was a little kid playing basketball for the city leagues Mm -hmm. we'd practice at elementary schools and 
they would leave the gym open and the like restroom area near the gym so you can get water and use the restroom, right? But you would see down the hall, it's just this dark hall. Yeah. Sometimes lockers, classrooms, artwork. And that's what I think of when I hear that song. I don't think of like, you know, being in a good, happy mood. It's not a bad mood. It's just, you know, I don't, I don't really think of these, uh, nostalgic snacks and toys. Yeah. I do now because that's all TikTok is with that song. Right. But before you think of like, like the liminal spaces. Yeah. Liminal. Why is it called liminal? I don't know. It's just the word. I, I don't know why I asked you that, but it's just, I didn't know there's a word for it. And so I'm offended that I didn't know the word for it. And you did per usual. So you know what I'm talking about when I say liminal? Yeah. Just kind of like, no, I don't like the, uh, back rooms kind of shit, but not as back roomy, not like the creepy back room stuff, you know, but it's like, uh, but it's like what, uh, Um, it's like the, so a liminal, liminal, liminal space, I guess think of like a, um, like an empty, like hotel area or not hotel, like a mall. So it's not creepy, but it's just like the, the absence of, yeah, it's like, they're weird for some reason. They're like, you know, it's like back rooms, but it's not essentially like scary in a way. It's It's just kind of comforting. Yeah. Yeah. Like an abandoned mall. And the only reason I found out the word is because I I watched like some uh I watched like some commentary YouTube shit and like these uh channels that do like tell stories and some of them are creepy and they talk about some creepy shit. And one of them uploaded a video and it was like it was like why liminal spaces are strangely comforting. And it was like those kind of photos on like a thumbnail. And I was like, oh, that's what they're called. I forgot what mall this was, but I was a little kid. I'm pretty sure it shut down by now. And I can't tell you what mall it was. Mm-hmm. But it had been open since I think like malls were invented. And uh, it, it gave me that same feeling because you walk around and a bunch of the stores aren't like there's nothing in it. And you're used and... to what it used to be. Yeah, I mean, I th- it was my first time going there, so I didn't know. But you're my, used to my what a con- mall should yeah, be. My visual of what a mall should be is like popping stores are uh-huh. open everywhere, and everybody's in them, or like nobody's in them because it's a pop up shop or some shit. Um, so I remember like getting that liminal space feeling, being in that area because there's only like three or four shops open and a food court, yeah. and then half the shit in the food court was closed. Yep. Yep. Th- that's. that's- that it's an eerie feeling, but it's not eerie at all at the same time. Like you, th- you know, like you had that thought of like, wow, I should feel this way, but I don't at all. Yeah. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like, well, it's kind of how it felt like when quarantine first started and we would go some places like, you know, obviously we couldn't go everywhere because a lot of places were closed and, you know, we were kind of trying to distance ourselves from everybody. Yeah, I didn't drive it, for a month and a half. It felt that way like I would run in the store with my mom real quick to go get like one thing. And there would be like hardly anyone in there. Because one, it'd be like a line outside. They would only let a certain amount of people in. And two, it was just less people. So you're used to like your brain is like, there should be a lot more people in here. Right. Um, it was a terrible time. 
in human history for us, but it's crazy. I lived my best life in those three to four months. I did not work because our job was shut down. I lit, I got to focus on my mental health. I got to oh, do the yeah. things I wanted to do Hell yeah. and I did not get tired of it. And it's kind of sad to say that like all these people bitching about like, Oh, don't retire. You'll just get bored. Fuck you. I don't think I will. I was going three, four months strong and coming up with more shit for myself to do. I will say I got to a point where I was like, I was itching, bro. I was like, there's only so many video games I can play. I just got into different things. You know, I was exploring more. And then when I went back to work, my life kind of took a turn. Not, not not a turn for the worst because not like nothing tragic happened. But my mental health was kind of it's and my relationships with certain people went to so i wish i had explored more hobbies during quarantine like everyone on tiktok well, making started like, the podcast in quarantine oh yeah hell yeah but like like everyone on tiktok making like bread and shit and i was like man that's kind of cool but i never did it um, i started cooking more i'm i still don't cook a lot but yeah i definitely am a better cook because of quarantine i want to make that bread again that i made that irish soda bread that shit was good as fuck well, I think I'm tapped out. You put like the raisins and the cream cheese on it. It was good as fuck. I was going to say that. I think it's I think it's crazy that literally, literally, um, obviously, I don't know where, how if you're going to or not, but if I ever decide to have kids, it's going to be cool to think about the fact that like, I can, I can tell and be like, I oh, dude, fucking lived in a fucking global pandemic like we had because a quarantine 20, for months because of the 2015 16 time like the air that era that 2015 16 those mm-hmm. those two years it's like the social media and social media is gonna be around for a long fucking time until oh yeah we fucking shit the bed you know and our kids are gonna have it they're gonna have crazier amount of access to it than we ever did growing up it's fun it's funny to see my nephew's generation he's seven. Oh yeah and how he knows a lot of things. How engulfed in the social media like, they there's are. A, there's a fucking seven-year-old like, it's a huge... that, that's talking about Harambe. And I'm like, motherfucker, like, you weren't even alive when he died. Or are you, you gonna, were. Are you going to tell your kids about Harambe? No. Because that, that was a f- stupid fucking meme. But that was the that was the shift. Yes, it's a tragedy, but it wasn't a shift. It's a stupid fucking meme. That was the act, That was the shift in the timeline. Stupid fucking meme. Things started admitting. I hated I hate that they made that into a meme. Admit it. It's a tragedy. Remember Harambe. After Harambe but died. People weren't remembering Harambe. It everything wasn't, started it wasn't feeling the fact weird. about a gorilla died. It's the fact of huh, a gorilla died and everybody's saying Harambe. It's a fun thing to say. Harambe. You can't tell me that not a lot of people did that. I'm, that's not what I'm referring to. I'm saying after Harambe died, that's when shit started to feel, started to feel weird. Some may say it's a political thing that shifted because a certain political thing happened in 2016. The election of a certain somebody. Harambe was the shift in the timeline. Anyways, okay. Some might say that. Some might say other things. I'm not going to disagree with either or. Okay? Okay. But Harambe is the bottom of the list for the shit that's happened over the past (laughs) seven years. Am I right? I yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it's it's gonna be crazy to tell these stories about like well, because I, I, I have to try to think about like what we we learned growing up. Mm-hmm. Like 
I think my dad was alive during the Cuban Missile Crisis, but he wasn't functioning like he was a baby. Well, the Cuban Missile Crisis, when was that? In the 60s, late 60s, I think 67, 68. And uh, he was alive, but he he's not going to remember that shit. Mm. He's, he's not going to remember the fear of like possibly going to nuclear war and dying like that. Right. My grandfather, I didn't think to ask him, but, you know, for us, we probably have to tell them like, yeah, dude, we'll live through a pandemic. Pretty, yeah. uh, pretty frustrating. It's kind but, of crazy. But we made it. We did. Anyways, I think that's peace out, Girl Scouts. So, yeah, I guess. Cool. Thanks for getting to fix us. Later. Bye. <coughs> oh, God.